Hi guys, welcome to Hauntedology. My name is Megan. I'm your host and along with my mom, who is your co-host, we tell you stories every week that are of hauntings or paranormal activity in different cities or a city in America and eventually the rest of the world. It is our belief that every city has a story to tell and it's our job to tell it. So we thank you guys for listening and we can't wait to dive into this week's episode. So let's go. Savannah to have a haunted restaurant. Seven blocks west from where General Oglethorpe landed in 1733, our history begins. Savannah's world-famous Pirate's House is located on one of the most historic spots in Georgia. It was first opened in 1753 as an inn for seafarers and vastly became a meeting point for pirates and sailors from the seven seas. Since then, and even into this day, The Pirate's House has been entertaining visitors with a bounty of delicious food, drinks, and rousing good times. The building which houses the Pirate's House is over 250 years old. The small building beside what many people see as the main building is called the Herb House. This little building dates back to 1754 and is considered to be the oldest building in Georgia. Since that time, it has accumulated more than its share of ghost stories and a very haunted reputation. It is claimed that for many years, this tavern was a dangerous place to enter. Pirates, actually privateers, would use the tavern to waylay unsuspecting patrons. They would get them drunk or drug them, hit them over the head, and then shanghai them in order to be able to supply the number of bodied men that they needed to the various privateer captains that had trouble getting crew members because of their line of work. In its early days, the building which houses the pirate's house was a gathering place for seamen, criminals, and other unsavory characters. It was looked upon as a place that most people did not want to go into because of its, because of its certain reputation. Many of men walked into the bar which was in the building that is the pirate's house today looking for a stiff drink and woke up on a ship a few hundred miles off the shore. Well, that's one way to recruit sailors. These men were shanghaied with no choice of working on the ship or being thrown overboard. Yeah, you ain't swimming back from that. No. Murders, fights, brawls, you name it, and I'm sure it's happened in this building. It seems that some of the people who visited the pirate's house, or at least the building that it housed, that houses it anyways, had such a great time that they decided to stay even beyond death. Before the tunnels were closed off, People reported hearing voices and moans coming from the tunnel. A new twist on the story is that this tunnel might not even be a real tunnel. However, it seems one Savannah policeman during this time period would beg to differ. Legend has it, they say he stopped by the pirate's house for a friendly drink and awoke on a four-mastered schooner sailing to China from where it took him two years to make his way back to Savannah. Most likely he got on that ship through the help of these tunnels. Very, very interesting indeed. Just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine your family has no idea where you're at? You wake up and you're 
tossed about at sea. Ugh. I'd be puking everywhere. <laughs> wow. One of the craziest stories that I've actually come across about this place is it's said to have ties to the book Treasure Island. Oh, cool. It is said that the pirate's house inspired Robert Louis Stevenson to write about Captain Flint in his famous 1881 story, Treasure Island. This fictionalized character was based upon the typical privateer that ran their business out of the pirate's house. Stevenson even had this colorful character, Captain Flint. He states that while Captain Flint died while shouting, Darby McGraw, fetch after the rum, Ironically, part of the paranormal activity that was that is reported at the pirate's house by modern day patrons includes claims that they hear a male voice moaning and calling for more rum. <laughs> okay, he's an alcoholic in this. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's never been proven, it's a dang good story and it has one of the more chilling stories regarding the pirate's house stemming from it. This story is that of a Savannah local who managed to get his way down into these tunnels, and apparently it was a particularly disturbing experience. Would be for me. (laughs) Well, you see, this Savannah man had grown up hearing about these mysterious tunnels like most, and after bribing one of the waiters, he found where the tunnels were and lowered himself in and started walking the distance to the river. He wasn't scared at first because he could still hear the conversation of the restaurant above. Soon, though, the lull was far behind him after walking quite a ways, he came to a heavy iron door. He was able to dislodge the door after throwing his weight against it and proceeded on. At this point, he felt a sharp object against his foot. Shining his pocket flashlight towards his foot, he discovered a skeleton. He was scared at first, but was even more scared when he heard what sounded like the heavy door shutting behind him. Yeah, I gotta agree with that. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yeah, the door is way worse than the skeleton. Would he be caught in the same fate as the skeleton? Just then, he began to hear loud conversation from what he described as the most evil voice he had ever heard. He demised that it could have been none other than Captain Flint himself. He leaned sharply against the wall, hoping the two pirates wouldn't see him. Just then, the shadowy figures passed by him and through the heavy door as though they did not even notice that it existed. Okay. As they passed, an icy chill went through the air and whipped through this man's body. He said that as soon as he could, he turned and ran back to the restaurant as fast as he possibly could. (laughs) I would do. I would do. And it is said that it took him some time to actually tell his experience to more than just a few people because he didn't want them to think he was crazy. I get it. Since its opening, the Pirate's House has accumulated more than its share of ghost stories and a very haunted reputation. However, what stories told about the Pirate's House are true and which are not? I mean, you're talking about the Pirate's House. You're talking about this was a place that pirates frequented. That's probably a lot of stories that ain't half true. That's true. But there's some stories that are true. Tends to lead to a lot of history and a lot of leftover ghostly energy, though. Makes sense. Yeah. God only knows what happened there. This is true. Yeah. I mean, because you got to think that a lot of the stuff probably happened there. I mean, these these pirates were real. And we know that. Yeah, we know for a fact pirates were real. We've seen Pirates Caribbean. So, you know the pirates were real. Why would they not come into a port city like Savannah? I mean, we're still a port city. That's what we're known for. Yeah, we have ships here all the time. That, I mean, that part is definitely real. And... Pirates back then, they did resemble the movie Pirates 
some of the stories are positively true. Mm-hmm. And some of the really, really bad ones are positively true. Yeah, I mean, do you really think people, like, waited in line to get the job of, like, working on a ship? <laughs> Very few. Unless you were maybe running from law yourself, or... Which means you already had a run-in with the law, which also in turn could possibly mean that you are not afraid of shanghaiing some poor unsuspecting soul down there to be the next member of the crew. Yeah. You know, whatever covers your butt. Mm-hmm. And, and that is, is it kind of becomes a me versus you thing, and I'm going to I'm gonna survive. I'm going to be on the cat buzz good side and screw you. I don't know you. Yeah. So that I can definitely true. see that being true. But my question is more of, were the tunnels built with that purpose in mind? Or did it happen to just work out? Well, I mean, I'm sure that the tunnels, it was a lot easier to transport XYZ that had been shipped there for legitimate reasons. It was easier to transport it in the tunnels. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that's probably why the tunnels were made. For, like, I guess you call that human trafficking. But, well, they're there. Might as well use them. You know. It's what I needed them for. Mm-hmm. Might as so, well get something out of them. Yeah, yeah. Looks like a really good way to do what I need to do, even though it was legit when it was built. So Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. No, no, the whole story of Underground Savannah is just very, very interesting. And I don't know if we'll ever get the story wrapped up, but we're definitely going to try with next week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I do all of the writing and compiling of all the different stories myself. And it means a lot that you guys will sit here and listen to what I have to say. If you would like to reach out to me on social media, you can go to Instagram and go to at Megan Noel Podcasts. So M-E-G-A-N. N-O-E-L podcasts or my personal Instagram at the Megan Noel. Thank you guys so much for listening and I really appreciate it. If you guys could give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show, that would be amazing and we would be forever grateful. Thank you guys and I cannot wait to tell you the next story.